Jimmy Ivy Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and good vibes only into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy Ivy. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode. And may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So as always, y'all, before every episode, right, if you are new to the Sexy Cool Lounge, thank you. Thank you for giving us some of your time and some of your just energy on this journey through the universe, right, and allowing us to just give you some positive vibes as you go along, right? So if you are so inclined, please go back and check out any one of our episodes between 1 and 94, with this being episode number 95, right? Mm, Almost to 100, y'all. You can check us out over at the website at www.sexycoollounge.com. You're more than welcome to follow the podcast on any one of our podcast platforms. And if you're on social media, Instagram, give us a follow at sexycoollounge. On Facebook, y'all know you can always find me, send me a request, and I will definitely accept. And the good news for 2023 is, you guessed it, Sexy Cool Lounge has its own channel on YouTube. Y'all need to go on over there and check out my face for a little bit as y'all listen to my voice. Hit that little bell and uh, make sure you follow all of the uh, notifications for anything coming up on the YouTube page, all right? All right, we have now gotten... Housekeeping out of the way, and we are ready to rock and roll with episode number 95. So I have a really good friend that uh, I want to bring into the studio because she's doing some really, really positive things, man. And she is really shining her voice in a way that I just wanted to kind of bring it to the forefront. So before I introduce her, let me tell you a little bit about what she is and who she is, right? She is a mother. She is a fellow podcaster, all right? Her podcast is called Unapologetically Overcoming, all right? And let me tell you a little bit about what that is. Her podcast is about overcoming the stigmas that society places on us in so many different ways. Her mission is helping to put face with so many of those labels society has created and normalize talking about difficult experiences and helping people recognize that they are not alone on their journey, right? So I need you guys to give a warm welcome and an easy listening ear to Miss Jess Marie. Jess, how are you doing today? I am wonderful. How are you? Everything is all good over here. Everything is very cool. Thank you for coming in and giving us some of your time. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. (laughs) All good. So you know how this works. Before we even get started and... uh, First question out of the gate is, Jess, what does sexy cool mean to you? I love this question so much. Um, To me, it means really just owning who you are um, and loving all that you are. Every part of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. (laughs) Well, there you go. You know, the beautiful thing about that question is I can ask it a million times and I have probably at this point. But the uh, really cool thing is, is that I never get the same answer twice, right? 
And it's all really on the perspective of the person who's giving the answer, which is why I asked that question because it's so unique and everybody's perspective is so unique. So thank you so much for leaving your footprint on that question. And let's get into why you were here. So, you know, I started following you because of how you were presenting yourself, not only on your podcast, but just on social media feeds. And I really was fascinated by how you interact and how you kind of present the package of the stigmas that society kind of places on us. And I really thought about it and I was like, mm, you know, I got to have her on the show to just really deep dive with me on that. So before we get into that, tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and how you came to be where you are now, which is helping others on their journey as well. So like you said, I'm a mom. I'm a single mom to a teenage son. Um, I work in the field of social services. I work with the homeless population. So kind of helping people in my career. Um, but my journey through life has not always been so easy. Um, and specifically kind of the shift came for me after, um, ending a long-term relationship. Um, and prior to that happening, like when I look back, I don't think I realized when it was going on, but I was a very angry, very negative person. Um, all of the bad things that could happen felt like they were happening to me. And kind of the slogan of my life was like, if I didn't have bad luck, I'd have no luck. Um, so I was kind of stuck in that for a very, very, very long time. And then after that relationship ended, I don't know, I can't pinpoint exactly what it was, but there was some sort of a shift where I realized that living life like negative and miserable and like mad at the world all the time was not the way to be living. So um, a lot of it had to do with mindset, um, waking up every day and finding something, even if it's the smallest thing, to be grateful for, um, finding the positive things in even the worst situation, because I know sometimes you don't always realize it, but there is a positive that comes out of negative situations. Um, and, you know, I really just started to shift the way that I approached people and situations and being a parent, like all of the things um, to focus on the good and the positive. And then once I really started doing that, more positive things and good things started coming into my life. So you really don't realize it until you experience that, but like you really do attract what you put out. So if you're always putting out negative and anger and all that stuff, that's what's going to be drawn to you. But when you switch it and attract, you know, the positive things, it's because you're thinking positively, you're putting good out and you're getting that good back. Yeah, I'm a firm believer of, you know, what you radiate out mm -hmm. is exactly what the universe is going to give you back. Absolutely. And I think there are times when we really don't want to self-reflect on ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. We're so quick to always want to point the finger at something that happened to us, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that sometimes things out of our own control happen to us, okay? I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, Sometimes there are things that we do internally 
to sabotage ourselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we really don't want to look at that because to look at that means that we don't really like what we see in the mirror. So we're always in that position, or sometimes we're always in a position to deflect and have an excuse as to why something happened to us, rather than, as you said, take a look at the mindset, take a look at what am I doing? What If I'm feeling this way, what am I doing to try to change this versus I'm expecting it to just change on its own, right? Am I mm -hmm. hearing you correctly with that? Absolutely, yep. So when you actually did that, then you started to like, have a different vibrational frequency mm -hmm. and then the universe kind of responded in suit, right? Absolutely. Can you talk about that for a little bit? Because maybe there's some people who are hearing what we're saying right now, but they don't really understand how to have that mind shift, even if it's just on the baby step level. Yeah. I mean, I think the first thing that people need to understand is that's it's not something that happens immediately. Like I didn't just wake up one day and everything was positive and everything was great. It's a practice. Like it took a long time for it to kind of make the switch and for me to also recognize what was actually happening. Um, but I will say that one of my family members had played a huge part in it. So her and her husband used to do this daily Facebook live video every single day. They did it for 365 days straight and they would get up and do this video and talk about something they were grateful for, something that inspired them. And then they would set a goal for the day. So I started watching these videos every day and like also started thinking about those things kind of just in my head. But then I started writing them down. So every morning I get up, even still to this day, they, it's been over a year now since they stopped doing those videos. And I still have my journals that I get up every day and I write in. And I think that that was the big key thing that kind of helped me because I was able to look at the things that I was writing and see, again, even on those bad days, that there was still something to be grateful for. And then, you know, focusing on some sort of inspirational quote or message that resonated with me to kind of remind me that sometimes even in the bad moments, there's good. And then the other thing too, with the goal part, again, doesn't have to be some huge goal that you set for the day. It could be something as simple as folding the laundry, being able to like check something off your, you know, your to-do list. It feels good, even when it's the smallest things, you know? So, um, those are kind of the things that helped me is just taking those moments, even when they seem like they're few and far between to pause and really think about what's going on and, you know, how you can use that for you instead of against you. Share with my listeners and I about the importance of accountability. You know, you say that you keep the journal. And even to this day, like when you're on this different side of your mentality, you're still doing the things that got you over to this side, to this day. So if you could just share with us how important accountability to yourself, not accountability to someone else, but internal accountability to yourself. Can you just share some thoughts with us on that, please? Yeah. I mean, I think accountability for yourself is sometimes a really hard thing for people to accept, whether it be good or bad. I mean, typically sometimes when you do something, you know, that someone might consider bad or wrong, 
it's harder sometimes to take accountability for those things. But I really believe that we're all, we're human. We make mistakes. None of us are perfect. None of us are going to have good days every single day. So being able to recognize that mistakes are part of life, um, bad things happening are part of life. Sometimes even if we are inadvertently the cause of the bad things, it's really important, you know, to recognize the role that you play in that especially when it comes to your own life, because I mean, at the end of the day, you're really the only one who has control over your life. So, you know, it comes down to you and, you know, you taking that accountability for the good things, the bad things, the in-between things, all the things. (laughs) I think for me, part of that accountability is the maturity. Yes. Part, Uh, you know, we can be whatever age we want to be, and we can call ourselves adults when yeah. it's always convenient to call ourselves adults. But also being an adult and being mature is to understand when you're wrong yeah. or understand when you need to hold yourself accountable without excuses. Yeah. And also the growth part. Okay. You, you know, we're human and yes, we make mistakes and we should be learning from our mistakes. And some of us learn a little faster than others. And (laughs) some of us, it takes a minute to learn a lesson. But the point I'm making is that if we're going to hold ourselves accountable, then we have to be at a place where we can self-reflect and be honest with that self-reflection to the point to where that self-reflection or that being, um, or taking uh, criticism Mm-hmm. You know, when we make yep. a mistake or whatever and being able to use it for growth and not to feel like someone is attacking us yeah. because they're calling us out on something that we did that we should learn from, admit our mistake and then grow from. Correct. Am I hearing that correctly? Yeah, definitely. And, and I think sometimes, too, because like when you talk about criticism, people do usually take that in a bad way even when it's supposed to be constructive criticism. Like, I think we need that type of feedback so that we can take a step back and see like, well, where could I do better? Or where could I change this? Or like tweak this and that sort of thing. Like criticism is not a bad thing. Right. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So I want to help understand the helping of other people on their journey through the stigmas. Talk to me about some of those common stigmas that society places on us that we then have challenges with. So many. Um, I mean, the one that immediately comes to my mind is mental health. Um, A lot of times, I mean, there's tons of stigmas related to mental health. And, you know, when we talk about that topic in particular, it's like there's stigmas related to therapy, there's stigmas related to medication, there's, you know, all sorts of those things. And it's like, if you, if you need to seek out therapy or medication, you're weak, which is totally not true. (laughs) Like doing those things makes you really strong because you're recognizing that you're having a hard time and you need some extra help. So that's, I mean, that's the first thing that comes to my mind, um, And I think a lot of times it it just has to do with 
other people thinking certain things. And like, we kind of perpetuate that throughout life. So now we've gotten to a point where so many people are so stuck in their thoughts and ways because of the things that the people before them have kind of instilled in them that it's hard to break out of that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And I think one of the stigmas that we all can kind of relate to, whether it's something from ourselves or a loved one or just in media uh, the last year or two or three years, if you want to, and that's the mental health. We've seen it with athletes. We've seen it with politicians. Mm -hmm. We've seen it in every normal daily life that it's, you know, mental health and mental awareness Mm -hmm. is something that we are now as a society, in my opinion, is starting to take more seriously than let's just say 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So when you start talking about uh, stigmas, Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the first ones that come to mind for me is that, yeah. you know, years ago, you know, we looked at the mental health part as just like, uh, I guess you would kind of brush it off, so to speak. Now it's taken very seriously in corporations and yeah. businesses, yeah. Uh, you know, athletes are getting time off to, you know, handle mental awareness issues and things like that. So, yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying about the the stigmatisms of how society can place things on us. And then we now mm-hmm. have that challenge of trying to remove that as we yeah. move on in our journey in our daily lives. So absolutely. I really appreciate you explaining that to us and bringing that to the forefront. So as you kind of help people, what are some of the things that you're doing that you can share with us that are tips that we can use in our daily lives, either to become more aware of our vibrational frequency mm-hmm. Or if it's something that if we can be aware of someone, a loved one, a friend, or maybe a coworker who might be struggling, that we can maybe help identify something that, to steer them in the right direction. So there's two things that really come to mind when you ask that question. The first thing is I just encourage people to talk about the things that they're going through, um, whether it be with a friend, a family member, therapist literally anybody that you that you think you could talk to I would say talk because the more that you talk about things I think the more we start to realize that we're not alone in what we're going through and there's something powerful about knowing that you're not alone because a lot of times because of those stigmas I think a lot of us think we are alone in certain things that we've gone through so that would be the first thing and then the second thing kind of plays into that is listen when people are talking to you. Sometimes people don't always want feedback. They really just need someone to listen to them. And that's something that I've I've really learned to do more in the last couple of years. Um, I'm a talker, so I love love to talk. Um, And when somebody comes to me and they want to like vent about something, I now find myself asking them like, do you just need me to listen or do you want feedback? Because sometimes people don't want feedback. And if you're constantly like, well, you should do this, or why don't you do this? That might discourage them from coming to you again, because they don't really want to hear that. They just need to get something off their chest and felt heard. And if I can add maybe just one more to that bit of information, sometimes people don't want to feel like you're minimizing what they're sharing with you. 
So to your point, absolutely right. Ask, are you looking to just vent with me and I'll be here as a, as a sounding board? Or do you want to share with me something so I can maybe give you an outside opinion on it? You know what I'm saying? Because the moment someone shares something and they're feeling like what they're sharing with you, which is their feelings about something, mm-hmm. it's either being minimized or maybe dismissed. Yep. Then they're going to be very reluctant to want to share with you in the future. And that's defeating the purpose and helping totally. them on their journey. Am I hearing that correctly? Yeah, definitely. Because it takes a lot of vulnerability to share, especially when we're talking about topics that have stigmas related to them. Like those are even harder to share. So people need to know that they can talk to you and not feel like you're minimizing or dismissing or judging them, you know? And I mean, I've had a lot of my friends say to me, like, they know they can tell me certain things because I don't judge them. Like, who am I to judge them or anyone, you know? (laughs) So they know that, you know, it's, I'm a safe person to talk to about anything and everything because I will listen if that's what they want me to do. And if they want feedback, I'll give them feedback, but I'm also not going to judge them. So that's important too. (laughs) So let's not judge. Let's be a sounding board Mm -hmm. and let's be very supportive of their feelings and respectful of their feelings. Am I hearing that right? Yes, definitely. Good deal. Good deal. Well, Miss Jess, if anybody wants to uh, follow you, anybody wants to have a conversation with you, if anybody wants to use you as a sounding board, yeah. okay? Now I've got a big audience. So if you start getting some emails and, you know, it's Facebook okay. requests and some Instagram, <laughs> so I'm just saying, you put it, it out okay. there. <laughs> they are not alone. I am here. <laughs> so if anybody wants to uh, stay in touch or if they want to continue to vibe on your podcast okay how, how can we find the podcast tell everybody where we can find you where we can stay in touch and just continue to resonate on your vibrational frequency moving forward so the podcast right now is on podbean um and you can search unapologetically overcoming on there um i am working on getting it on some other platforms so stay tuned for that because hopefully it's coming sooner rather than later Um, And then I do have an Instagram for the podcast, and that is unapologetically underscore overcoming. And then I do also have a Facebook page for the podcast, which is unapologetically overcoming the podcast. And I would love for anybody and everybody to come follow me. Send me a message anytime. I, I will get back to you as soon as I can. And for anybody that is uh, resonating with this information, don't worry about it. If you didn't write it down, it will be Uh, provided in the show notes. So you'll be able to definitely stay in touch with Jess on all of her social platforms and things like that. Um, She is really doing some positive things and she's helping people in a positive way. And that is exactly what we do here at the Sexy Cool Lounge. So Ms. Jess, it has been a pleasure having you in today. This will not be the last time that you're here. And I hope that uh, everything goes well with the podcast. I hope that you continue to spread some positive energy and good vibes only around the universe through your voice, mission, and platform. And I'm so proud of everything that you're doing. And thank you for giving us some of your time today. Thank you so much. It was really my pleasure to be here with you today. Thank you very much. And family, 
as I've always said to you guys, remember to love yourself, love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. And let's never forget, even though we do not have as much as others, man, we still have more than others. So let's continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy Ivey. I love you guys. And I will see you on the next episode.